everybody, and welcome to the Hoop Screw. It's the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. I'm Frank Severich, and you've probably never heard of me, but hey, that's okay. We are so great to have you here for another amazing week of NBA Hoops action. We are in round two. Firmly, two of our series are at two to two, and two of our series are at two to one. So there's a lot of two two twos happening across the league right now. I may make a two later tonight. Um, before we get to our co-hosts, uh, there are two points of interest that I want to uh, cover um, up top. First of all, we have a dedicated listenership in the country of Poland. So shout out to all of our listeners like Jan out in Poland. Uh, and also, I want to give another personal shout out to uh, one of our favorite listeners of the show. Uh, we love all our listeners, but we also for sure love Michelle Yo. So shout out to Michelle Yo. Um, and now let's get to it. Uh, let's welcome Mary Catherine to earn. Hello, Mary Catherine. Okay. A little bit. Well, see, now we're stretching, but I was born on 8 2. Wow. Yes. In 1922, so, uh, right? In nine, yeah. In, well, actually, um, 2022. How dare you, right. Frank? Oh, yeah. Because um, yeah, you're so young. And, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, really yeah. young, actually. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm actually only a baby. Yeah. Goo goo gaga. I'm really kind of cool because I'm like one of those baby geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> and... What if one of the baby geniuses was just on a basketball podcast? <laughs> That's like baby geniuses 2023. If it's not Riley Curry, I'm not interested. Who's Riley Curry? Oh, Steph Curry's daughter, Curry. but she's not yes. a baby no more. She's a no. she's a full grown adult. It's really weird. So strange. It's so strange. It's strange seeing like Northwest now and um, mm -hmm. Blue Ivy, all these kids, I know. man, they're growing up. It's crazy. Well, it, it's too much. Uh, I see what you did there. Well, now let's welcome the man with two eyes, Greg, to me. Hey, Frank, I do have two eyes. It's so funny you mentioned that. Yeah. I really yeah. should have just stuck with but, the Greg Toomey thing, but I thought about the two eyes thing. And then I was like, well, so I burned that and then looked at your name and saw that <laughs> two is literally yeah. in your last name. Well, there's no, there's no, yeah. I, there's no I in Toomey. <laughs> so that's really but good. Also, um, <clears throat> Jimmy Butler's number two, two. That's right. That's right. I was just that's right. That I was thinking that we could do a game tonight. Maybe we can do one real quick up here top because I haven't. Um, I have a different game prepared for later. But I was thinking of trying to pull a list of all the famous twos that uh, have played and see how many we could name. Uh, but in order to get started with that, I'm going to welcome our uh, our last co-host here, Matt Sparacine Two. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> Frank, I have two words for you. Uh-huh. John Wall. Yeah, of course. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe the greatest two of our life. Perhaps. How many Perhaps. other how many other um 
Uh, jersey number two. How many other players with the number two do you think we can name? I know you're very good. I have at this. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. MCAT. This is MCAT's uh, yes. expertise. I actually struggle with the numbers, although I did note the same thing you did, Greg, about Jimmy Buckets as 22. Uh, as we, we record this during game I, I, four of the Miami New York series, I'll count Jimmy uh, Butler. Go ahead, MC. Yeah, what what do you got? Kawhi Leonard, baby. It's mm. a good number. Uh, Greg, do you have one? Just a regular two. Mm-hmm. I've got Steve the list. Blake. Steve Blake is he? Was well, no, he, he, wore, he was not. He wore twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. There's a wow. two in there. If we're gonna do that, then we gotta throw in. Then we have to oh, throw. Oh, in. I got one. I got one. Larry Hughes. Michael Jordan is he a was, two three. Hughes was, I think, a zero. Let me look it up. Larry. Hughes. No, because Gilbert was zero. Oh yeah, of course. No, Larry uh, Hughes was oh, not a the two. agent of zero. Yeah. What did he wear? No, he had a two. Let me pull it up. Let me see what he wore. There. I can remember a two a number two that I hated famously, but not a basketball player. Larry Hughes wore number thirty two. Oh, so there was oh, okay. a two in there. Number thirty. Shaquille O'Neal style. MC I, like I Kawhi Kawhi is like a perfect example because that's one of my favorite players, and I had no idea the two was his number. Can I? Yeah, give you- I, twos are. I like twos, so like I I pay attention. Yeah. To those. Let me give you a few other twos that are out there. But Let- can I say mine that I hate? Oh yeah, sure. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah. Who's a bas- and But this is a baseball player that I hate. Okay. And I will always hate because he looks like. And honestly, he said this himself in his SNL monologue. He looks like the Rock had sex with a Muppet, and that is Derek Jeter. Number two, <laughs> suck my ass, Derek Jeter. I hate you forever. Well, shout out to Lamelo Ball and Lonzo. Oh Ball. yeah, Lamelo. Uh huh. Pat Bev, another famous two. Uh, Composo. Two two. He's two one. Azo barely. I think. Well, Pat Bev now is two one. Oh, oh, Pat Bev. Excuse me, you're right. Houston Rockets, Pat Bev. So in 2014, 15, 16, and 17. Back in the day, yeah. Who are the two? Whoa. Um, Cade Cunningham, Andre Drummond, Goran Dragic. Lots a lot of, of former Bulls in there. Shea Gilders there are Alexander. a lot of former Bulls. SGA. Blake Griffin. Joe Ingles. Hmm. Kyrie Irving, our favorite player. Yeah. Our favorite friend of the pod. (laughs) How could we forget about him? Um, (laughs) And so on. Um, Well, boy, oh boy, have we had a fun weekend of hoops. Um, And let's get right to it. Uh, Boy, there were a lot of uh, boys out there uh, scoring uh, two points on the floor, uh, if you get what I'm saying. I'm also really happy that this episode's dropping on Tuesday. But well, now it has to come out. <laughs> no, it no, definitely I, has I just, to come out. I just out. fucked yeah. myself. Um, do not. As the person who has to edit these episodes. Two hoops crew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what did you say in the mat? Two, 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 two hoops, two crew. Two, crew. <laughs> two hoops. Episode, episode title right there, Frank. I two hoops, one time, crew. So you better just... You better crank it out. Well, speak- I don't know. I, I think two hoops, one crew. Two hoops, one mm. crew is interesting. Because <laughs> it also reminds me of one of my favorite films, Two Girls, One, one- Cup. <laughs> oh, 
God. See, I was I was going with the too fast, too furious, but we could do oh, like a or crossover. two life crew. Two life crew oh, is yeah. already a thing. Two, two hoops crew. crew. Two I'm hoops not crew. sure that we didn't have a two hoops two crew name. I was thinking the same some thing. Point. I, I think like early on. Oh, maybe. Well, you know what? We'll have a we'll have a post production meeting Google. about it after recording, <laughs> and we'll we'll sort all this out and go yeah. back through the archives, listen to some old episodes, and then we'll. You know, yeah. rank this bad boy out overnight. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of two <laughs> girls, one cup, uh, in the Golden State versus Lakers series, it's two to one. Hmm. Two, two girls, one cup, two games to one. The Lakers up two one over the Warriors, and as we've been saying, the fix is in. Those Warriors looking pretty frisky on Saturday night. MC, did you have a chance to watch this game? Well, I was at work and I um, I was watching a bit um, and everything was fine. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. Um, and then all of a sudden they were down by like 30. It was it right. was wild. It was wild game. Wild series. We've got a lot of wild ones. And and we're also game four is being played tonight. So um, yeah. all of our reactions could be totally validated say. in uh an hour or two um, so yeah. it's two it's two one at the moment but yes. yeah by the time this is this is out there it's going to be either two two or three one lakers i mean it's very possible that it could be three one lakers because they're going to be at home tonight right yeah and it's it's been like a, a kind of a back and forth so the first game was was exciting and close and um you know, the, the Lakers ended up pulling it out. They were a little more rested, but then games two and three have both been kind of blowouts both ways. Like Golden State blew out LA in the second game, and then LA came back and blew out Golden State. So it's it's kind of hard to to get a handle on the way these teams have played because they both have a lot of older players and they both like kind of will look slow for stretches, but then awesome <laughs> for stretches. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see a couple more blowouts. I really hope, though, that Golden State can can pull out a win tonight because they, you know, we saw in the last round they came back from two zero and they they're just such a resilient team. We've seen them come back from big deficits so many times before that you never count them out. But I, I don't want them to go down three one because you just you play with fire. You you just make things hard for yourself for the long haul and. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it, it, I, I worry that this team it's it's going to be too much if they keep having to play these like seven game series round after round after round. Um, so I do yeah. want to point out something that I think is very important, and I know we've talked about this in the chat, but I I find it very interesting, and, and it's one of the most interesting stat lines to me because there just is no way there can be this much of. I understand. So what I'm talking about is a very, very large discrepancy in, in foul calls against the Warriors versus the Lakers and how many points that's creating for the Lakers. The Lakers won that game by 30 points and 28 of those points was mm. in foul shots. Wow. 28 wow. points. They had 35 free throw attempts. Wow. So, no, I'm sorry. 37. 37 free throw attempts versus Golden State's 17. They had 20 more chances to shoot yeah. a shot. Now, that rate. is insane. That's insane. Like I get it. I know that I know that the Warriors have been struggling on defense. I understand that that is an issue, 
But there's just, in both games that they've lost, there has been a severe discrepancy in free throw attempts. The first game, I think the late, the Warriors only had six free throw attempts and the, the Lakers had like 29. They, it was, I totally, I totally yeah. hear you. And I'm not trying to invalidate you at all. But LeBron James did have the worst non-call of all time earlier this season and i don't <laughs> true. know and the refs that are still true. losing they sleep over that it. is true they have lost sleep yeah. they're, they're making up for it now yeah for that's it. for sure it was literally <sighs> one of the worst things that happened in nba history greg it looks like you are i mean honestly sports that. history oh yeah absolutely yeah. I mean, we'll be talking about this for years to come for years to come yeah i think it at least for I was two starting, years i was trying to look <laughs> i was trying to look for a uh Maybe a reason why, like, I'm not defending, you know, the Lakers in this way, but I was like, okay, well, why? I mean, if they're shooting more free throws, that's a shooting foul. We know that they had to have been attempting a shot. And now the Warriors did shoot in that game 44 three-pointers and only Jesus. made 13. But you wow. don't typically get fouled on a three-pointer. But the Lakers shot only 31. So that's 13 more threes that could have been layups, potentially fouls. That's fine. But then I was looking at the the Warriors shot 91 times to the Lakers 80, just 80. overall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I guess they did take more shots. Even if you took away 10 of those three-pointers, they they shot about the same amount. So, yeah, there there's a lot of uh, – I don't want to say they're missed calls, but <clears> – <throat> It is There's, interesting that they're yeah you're getting more it's a combi- on the Lakers. Yeah, it's a combination of things because because it is like in fairness, like I'll say something that to actually defend the Lakers, they it's a matchup of the team that drew the most fouls during the regular season, which you know that I think comes with its own kind of bias behind it. But the Lakers drew the most fouls during the season. Golden State drew the least. In the entire league, so it's like this big chasm. And they had, and the, and the Warriors have a lot of fouls called on them. They foul yeah, a lot. Like they foul a lot. There, I, I, I was. They go hard. About, They're a lot smaller, though. Yeah. They are a lot smaller. Kerr, well, yeah. and I think that's why is they they have to foul because of their size. Kerr was talking in an interview uh, about them, like defending with their hands and like you can't like use your hands this way to defend because you get caught hacking people the game moves so fast you have to defend like with more discipline and but it's just tough because that's true but also you watch the games and you see the calls so it's it's really i think a a combination of all of this stuff because like some of the fouls on draymond uh, i think have been kind of tough and you know the league admitted openly that they don't adjudicate him the same way they do other players right uh but it it like the discrepancies are so huge that it's it's pretty eye-popping like mc you you laid it out earlier but there have been three games so far and games one and three have both had like outrageous uh discrepancies and foul shots attempted and made and i I mean Golden State is always moving, right? And they were doing a really good job of stopping of stopping the movement of their pick and roll. Uh, I know that the Lakers defense has definitely um, clearly they've taken note and they've watched the tape and they know. Uh, but you, the way Steph Curry goes to the basket, he's lucky. Like 
they're lucky that he doesn't get a foul call every single time he shoots a layup mm. because he is doing his best to use his body to get in there. The way he makes shots is absolutely insane. And he does that, I'd say, when he is driving and shooting a layup. Most of the time it's under duress that he is making these shots because some of the way, mm-hmm. the reason why he's so impressive is because he makes these crazy fucking shots mm-hmm. that he's not getting foul calls for and he's using his body in this way and he's and in the same way I feel like LeBron does that but because he's bigger he gets more body on him mm-hmm. so it's a little bit more obvious or he's knocking people down and it's a block not a you know, and granted, AD is the one I think that probably I think got to the line the most. And granted, he's in the paint. Of course, he's going to be getting more body on him. But also, he's fucking huge. And I'm just like, you know, like, come on, man. Like, get give a little bit. I mean, it is also interesting to to see that the adjustment that Steve Kerr has made. He did make that adjustment in game two where he didn't have Kevon Looney in as much, which I found interesting. And then he continued like doing that in game three. And it really, I think was a disadvantage um, going with Jermichael Green, like more consistently. But I also just feel like I just, all I want is it to be a level playing field. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck if I'm watching this game and I see I I know that I'm biased against the Lakers and I can I, I acknowledge that I know I'm rooting for the Warriors but it is extremely fucking frustrating because I feel like I see this every time that LeBron is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's the same Stop, shit yeah. every single fucking time where he's just getting all these fucking calls and everybody's catering to him because they want to push him forward and want to push him through when he doesn't deserve it. And they're giving him all these, this leeway. And I, I mean, I could see me saying he doesn't deserve it being a point of contention because I'm a hater. But I think for me, I just want to see the playing field level. I want him to win and win. I want him to win and, and win because they did better. Well, I have, that's all. I have two thoughts, and I think that's a very fair ask, MC. My two thoughts. One is, I think this is a pretty... Oh, two. two. Oh, I, didn't, I wasn't even thinking about it. Um, a dark thought I had the other day is, like, we should just go ahead and fucking bet Celtics-Lakers finals matchup. I hate it. That's what the <laughs> fucking we're not, we're not doing wants. that. You that's, can just shut that it's down gonna right happen. now. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. What? Boston's gonna if if Boston gets past the Sixers, Boston's gonna lose to the Heat or the Knicks, really. And then if the Lakers keep going against the Warriors, the Lakers are the Nuggets. All right, why don't you know what, Frank? Go ahead and bet it, and we'll see how it turns out. I'm not. I'm not. Why don't you bet it? We're not gonna join you on that Devils three. Okay, I will not. Yeah, go for your second one because I would like to get into the the Nuggies uh, Suns. Okay. My second thought. Yeah, because you can't sleep on the winner of this series. I looked no. up ticket prices to be courtside at tonight's Lakers game on oh my God. Uh, this during this weekend. I looked at prices for tonight, so the prices may have changed since then. But would anyone like to co- uh, to guess how much Ooh. it cost to be courtside at tonight's Lakers game? To potentially $50, sit next to Jack Nicholson. You said you said fifty k MC. Uh huh. Okay. Greg, I Matt? mean, I just feel like it's outrageous. 
Yeah, I mean, I would say more than that, but just because really? normally, God damn. Yeah, I was gonna say something like ten k. Okay, ten k. Oh man, come on, twenty five. You think it, you think it's more? Than, okay, <laughs> I think I, it's, I think it's. I, where it's Frank? What's your what's your source on this, Frank? Uh, I went we to Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster, our okay. favorite I went, I went friend to, of the pod. Friend of the pod, we love them. <laughs> we love everything they're doing. Yeah, and, Whoa, okay. Actually, I, we're, no, we're, I'm I'm Team Eddie Vetter always. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, um, we'll talk about Ticketmaster in the post production meeting. MC nailed it. It was twenty five thousand uh, dollars. Oh, wow. and I said the second thing I said. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Your second that one doesn't seem. That's fair. Never, I mean. No, let me tell you why. Because a normal nosebleed ticket is probably like fifteen dollars. Like not in a Lakers game, but let's just no. use Wizards. I, I know exactly. I can tell you how much. hundred bucks. Three hundred. Three hundred dollars for nosebleeds, and then if you want the Lakers sit, game, yeah. If you want to sit in the one hundred level, it's three thousand dollars. So it's three hundred for the the upper tier, three thousand for the one hundred level, and then twenty five thousand. Court side. And yeah. This is just a. This is round two. Of this the is playoffs. one ticket. This is, this yeah, is round yeah, two. This round is two. This is game four. It's not a like make or break. You know. So game six. Uh, game six you know. or seven. Yeah, yeah. Or five, Ooh. I guess. You know. Well, s- six would be in LA, right? Yeah, tonight's four, so six. They'll go okay. back to to San Fran. Yeah, those because the the Chase Center tickets. Uh, for Golden State have also been crazy. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, any last thoughts on Golden State LA before we move on? Fuck the Lakers. I'm going to try to watch tonight and, and watch the fouls. I'm going to, that, that's my goal tonight I love when the that. game is on. And I'll come back next pod and I'll have a good like breakdown if I, you know, as a like former referee, um, <laughs> I think really in the yeah. NBA. I play NBA 2K, the referee version. That would be a great game. Wouldn't that, that would be such be a, a good game awesome where you have to call game. the fouls? That would be that a, would be awesome. I, referee I would, 2K. And then, and then there's probably an option That's where the players so can beat you up if you do something bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the fans. The fans. Honestly? They should have a Tim Curran option, which is what my dad did when my cousin lost the city championship in D.C. When Gonzaga lost and this guy made a horrible foul, my dad followed the spin. <laughs> And he screams, you at him. (laughs) You. Tim. Tim, what a hero. What a hero, Tim. That is. And that's why the fix is in, baby. Fighting for justice. That's why the fix will always be in. Fucking love that guy. Um, What a great story. And what a great idea, Greg. Honestly, a referee simulator. Oh, God. Um, Well, let's move on to our second uh, matchup in the West, which is knotted up at 2-2. It's Denver versus Phoenix. Uh, Pretty exciting series so far. I know it kind of seems like uh, after the first two games, it was like, oh, is Denver just going to roll through them? But Phoenix is really, uh, you know, they they defended home court. uh, And uh, it's it's been quite a series so far. Uh, Any thoughts from from the panel on, on this series. MC, you were saying something earlier, right? Well, I was just thinking about the last time that Denver had home court advantage in the playoffs, like for this extended amount of time, um, because I think playing in Denver uh, four games versus three games in any capacity is very difficult. Good point. Um, I mean, they are 
very, they're way, way, way more used to that conditioning. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it, it will create an interesting dynamic for whether, whether Phoenix moves on. Obviously I love Kevin Durant and I'm loving what he and Kevin and and Kevin Booker. Oh my God. I can't stop it. Devin Durant and Kevin Rooker. Um, So, (laughs) so they, uh, They've been playing very well together, scoring a lot of the, most of the points. The bench uh, in the last game so actually did points. step up. Landry Shamit really was clutch in that game in a way. I think I, I don't think anybody thought they would say. Um, I think even last night <laughs> the announcer was like, Ruko was like, um, Whoa. didn't think we would be saying this name tonight. <laughs> Landry Shamit with all these uh, very clutch threes. But um, thanks, Ryan Ruko. Um, but I do find it interesting, like that playing in Denver is fucking crazy. So, Frank, you just moved away from That's, your computer, and we're all floating heads in your screen right inside now. Inside of, yeah. inside of Frank that. is playing playing around with his background instead of uh, hosting the podcast. <laughs> it's kind of right it's kind of beautiful. <laughs> it's extremely distracting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I MC. I but, think yeah. I think your I think your point about Denver is is right on because the the thing after the first two games is and i think we said this i said this at least last week is that phoenix just looks or looked kind of cooked like they looked tired Mm -hmm. durant and booker were playing so many minutes the nuggets had more depth but then in phoenix that i mean those guys just overpower the nuggets like pouring in points Jokic had 50 in game four didn't matter wasn't lost They still and lost. They still, and they lost. still lost. Really incredible. Um, and Jamal Murray so, had a great game too. Yeah. Well, yeah. and they they showed it. He's I think I sent it to you guys. The side by side of those two duos, Jokic and uh-huh. Murray versus Durant and Booker. Durant and Booker, I think, had seventy two points, uh, and Murray and Jokic had like eighty two or something. Like they're just scoring out of their minds. But uh, it'll be interesting to see game five is Tuesday night in Denver. You know, what does Phoenix look like mm-hmm. in that game? Can they keep up? Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, it's just a, a really tough place to play. There's some series where it feels like home court matters more than others. Yep. And this is definitely one of them. I totally agree. Yeah. Also when your owner is um, also a, uh, uh, a part of the team, you know, and, uh, sure. and, 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 uh, going after the ball and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So for those of you who aren't familiar with the situation, it was a really weird thing. In fact, if we get into like a heated disagreement about this, I was thinking like we could do like a scene by scene breakdown of what we think is happening and stuff. Uh, cause it's a little weird. So there's a play where a Suns player like ran out of bounds, fought, fell over a photographer to get the ball. And the ball ends up in the hands of the Suns owner, Matt Ishbia, who's a new owner in the league. Nikola Jokic, who's the uh, a two-time MVP up until this this season, he goes to get the ball from him, and Matt Ishbia kind of like resists, like he Nikola Jokic, Jokic kind of like goes to like yank it out of him, and Ishbia kind of like resists for whatever reason. The ball goes flying, and then Jokic like pushes him down into his seat with his forearm, which is. It was just a very weird, like MVP versus owner situation, which I can't think of another time in which that's happened. And it's very, um, 
it's very strange. I don't really know what to make of it. We were texting about it a lot last night, and uh, I I already feel a bit fatigued of like the the social media coverage and the um uh, like listening to podcasts and stuff today. So I was much more fired up about it last night, but I don't know if you guys have any uh, any thoughts on it. But it was definitely a weird thing that happened. It was really weird. I'd never seen anything quite yeah. like that but it wasn't a malice in the palace level but it was like <laughs> very like definitely not pg version of that yeah but i don't know what to make of it like i don't because you know if it wasn't the owner i'd probably be a lot more like <laughs> but the fact that it's a billionaire i'm like, eh, fuck him. like yeah you know, like <laughs> sure. if it wasn't if it was just like some, imagine if that was just like, you know, someone that went to the game, like they, you know, spent $25,000 on front row seats yeah, 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 yeah. and they're, you know, their kids sitting next to him or whatever. And then, you know, he pushes somebody's dad, you know, and you don't know, it just happened, you know, it just would have felt really uncomfortable. But when you know, it's the owner, you're kind of like, yeah, I mean, I might <laughs> like, what the hell was he doing? Hold on to the ball. Like it was, it doesn't it's excuse strange. it. I don't think. I think there's a bigger conversation around the fact that it was Jokic and that he's not going to be suspended. And I'm not going to get into that. I'll leave that to Malika Andrews. But for me, I was, it was just super strange. And I kind of was with them on it just because it was the owner. That's the only reason why if it wasn't the owner, I wouldn't not feel that way. Like if that was Chris Pratt, maybe I'd feel the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Mario. If he was going after I would Mario, like, you'd be okay with that? He Let's would hold a go the ball punch too. Chris Pratt in the face. <laughs> let's a go. Let's a go. Well, hey, let's um let's a hear from uh Chloe Michaela. Maybe she has thoughts on all this. Oh, she you know she has thoughts on this. I'm sure she does. All right, here we go. My God, hello, my little hoops, my little hoopy poopy crew. Um, Okay, I'm just here to provide my hot takes, obviously, um, with basketball. I actually have no football um, updates or news. Um, Just as always, um, fuck Aaron Rodgers and now fuck the Jets. Um, Anyway, okay, so wow. Um, I'm trying to figure out where, where to start. Okay. First of all, I'm going to start with my hoopers and poopers, right? Hoopers is going to be Jimmy Buckets. I mean, playoff Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. I mean, 105 to 86 in game three. I mean, I am just on, he's still having ankle issues and stuff. I'm just so proud of him. And like, I think it would be very cool to see the Knicks go further, but honestly, an eighth seed a playing team going to the it's just amazing i'm rooting for the heat um and like julius randall like where are you are you going to show up marco polo where are you okay so that's the knicks in the heat hooper is jimmy buckets and honestly a a runner up hooper and again i cannot believe that i'm saying this based off of his plays in game two and game three but james harden James Harden. I mean, playoff James Harden did return for games two and games three, and I was a little worried, but the 76ers have tied up the series, y'all. I mean, they went into overtime and unnecessary overtime because a pooper is going to be the refs of the Celtics and 76ers game because that was a clear offensive foul where Jason Tatum made that three-pointer and essentially helped send them into overtime. So poopers are going to be the refs in that series, but runner-up pooper, I mean... 
James Harden. I, 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 I think ultimately the Celtics are going to win this series, but I really feel like it may go to seven games. That's going to be my little hot take. Um, Warriors Lakers. Oh God. I'm a little, um, I was not expecting the Warriors to be blown out like they did in, in game three. Um, a li- I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Now, technically, if we are following the stats properly, because AD never is consistent, he was, uh, he was up in game three. So odds are, statistically speaking, he may be down in game four. Mm-hmm. But if AD shows up, ugh, God, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Um, I want the Warriors to pull out, but I got to say, if the Lakers are able to pull off this upset, that's a little concerning. It's a little scare scare. Um, and then finally, the Nuggets and Suns. Oh, my God. It's like, where do I begin? You know, what? The, the biggest pooper, honestly, I know I said the refs and the Celtics and 76ers, but no, the biggest pooper is going to be the Suns owner. The Suns owner thinking that he was a little cute. Little uh-huh. cute trying to play keep away with the ball to where Jokic shoved him and now he has a 25k fine. You know what? I wanted Jokic to knock him. I wanted to knock. I wanted Jokic to knock him out. I want players to knock fans out. I'm always going to stand on this. I want Malice of the Palace 2.0. I do not like that the fans are this close to the core and court side thinking that they can touch the players, say whatever they want to the players. No, you gonna talk that shit. You're gonna get hit. I'm sorry. I want. A fan to be knocked out if they're going to be doing some fuckery shit like the owners of the Suns did. And I was happy Jokic pushed him. Like, what the fuck? You think you're cute? You think you're really cute? Hold and keep away with the ball? No, stop it. Also, the refs in that game are also the poopers because it was a clear with the jump ball with Aiton and Jokic. Aiton clearly pulled Jokic's shoulder down. I mean, it's just the fix was in. No offense, MC. I know you're rooting for the Suns because you're rooting for KD, but... The fix was in, 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 in that game. I was a little, uh, disappointed. And I mean, Jokic put up like amazing numbers in that game. Um, ultimately, I feel like the Nuggets are going to win this series. I don't think that the Suns will be able to sustain, especially on the road. Um, so that is going to be, uh, my call. Um, so yeah, that, those are my hot takes. And yeah, I love y'all. Bye. Bye, Chloe, and thank you uh, for your hot takes. Um, miss you, Chloe. Yeah, miss you, Chloe. Miss you, Chloe. Bye. Uh, <laughs> and I love. I mean, Matt, you said this earlier, but one of uh, Chloe's best takes. What do you What do you think one of it's, Chloe's best takes is? You know, listening listening to that. I mean, Chloe had so much to share, and at one point, she said uh, along her string of hot takes that she thought. Uh, Boston Philly was going to go to seven and in my head I was like that's not really that hot of a take like you know it's tied to two whatever and then she starts talking about Ishbia and and how she wants there to be a second malice at the palace I think it's players I think it might be the assault Stephen (laughs) A. Smith and I I know you're listening Stephen A. take notes because that might be the greatest hot take I've ever heard (laughs) in my life is that there should be another malice at the palace and the thing is, I kind of agree with her when I listen to her talk about it because not yeah. like like a fight on that level. No, that would not be a good thing. I don't think, but I do agree that the fans are too close to the game. It's too easy for them to like get physical with and denigrate and like bait players in, into situations, and 
it might get to the point where a player, you know, knocks a fan out and gives Chloe what she wants. But until that, until that time, Chloe, I just have to tip my hat. It's an amazing take. I definitely feel like uh, she also didn't say this in her um, recording, but she texted us that uh, (laughs) these guys wouldn't say anything to these players on the street. Like they're, they're protected by security people ish, but like also the players deserve to be protected too. And Mm -hmm. I am in no way, like just don't give me a reason to root for somebody. I hate like, New York Knicks fans, fuck off. Like, you all suck because you're like, you say bad shit to people. Boston fans, fuck off because you say shit to people. Mm -hmm. Granted, I am a shit talker and I Mm -hmm. can admit that. I've never known you to talk any shit, MC. Hmm, interesting. (laughs) But, um, I, I do think that she's right. And to be fair, when that Ron Artest was asking for a beer to be thrown on him, but the beer, sh- but when the beer was thrown, he, he, you know, he can defend himself. Granted, he did. Again, we should always remember go after the wrong person. Um, so just make sure if you're hitting a fan that has thrown something at you, that you are hitting the correct one. Yeah, Bradley Beal, same sense. message. Same message. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but I, MCAT, like, you're totally right. You're totally right. And- and the thing is, I, I think that Chloe got at this too. Like, and we all, I think, kind of know this to a certain extent because we're all performers. Is there's a sense of like entitlement of like you are like an animal in a zoo or like you're on a movie screen and nothing I say or does to you really is real or affects you because you're a celebrity and I'm in these twenty five thousand dollars seats and you you know what I mean. I, I think there's a sense yeah. of like people oh, the entitlement just not. The entitlement yeah. of the audience in a Second City show. Yeah, like when you know, someone talking on their phone. I like, completely understand. I've been yeah. I've been moved to maybe want to punch someone in the face many times. Yeah, um, and if you need to start I mean, a, a at Second City, that should be your right to do that. <laughs> I mean, I've I almost <laughs> tried, but then I that that's the thing is like I would get in trouble, right? Like on the on my cruise ship when I was working for Second City, someone yelled like some bullshit like the fat girl looks like our babysitter look at that fat girl fat fat like yelling Ooh, shit at me God in the like damn. like and i wasn't even i'm the i was at least 50 pounds skinnier then so it was even <laughs> worse and 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 this was probably coming from somebody who was 300 pounds um so you know who because a lot of those motherfuckers were going to the surf and turf buffet and taking steaks to go so <clears throat> but <laughs> Irregardless, you I'm not great. here to, I'm not here to fat shame. I'm here to fat no. celebrate. And, um, the, the best, yeah, the, 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 the thing is we deserve a little more protection. And I, and I think I do really vibe with that too, because I have felt very unsupported on stage with drunk people in the audience. We had, we had mm-hmm. a, a minor hockey league team in the audience that was going off going crazy they were all fucked up they were dressed in drag in a joke in a in a clearly like more like hazy way uh, um and like in a homophobic way uh, and i just felt like so unsupported like they tried to throw a beer bottle on the people oh in front God. of like it was just um so like that kind of situation 
And that's at a comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> like the stakes are fairly low. Yeah. Um, or you would hope. So yeah, I just feel like somebody say shit, get hit. That's all. Say shit, get hit. Well, um, speaking and of that's, getting- uh, and that's at Candace Dillard Bassett from P- ha- real housewives of Potomac <laughs> justice for Monique. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Real Housewives of Potomac. Uh, we hope you are out there listening. Um, well, two things to make sure to hit before we move on to our next segment. Um, speaking of hitting things, uh, uh, James Harden has been hitting some shots. You know, I think we need to give uh, a lot of credit to Harden, and I'll just do my Hooper of the week right now. It's James Harden, and not just because he's been great and shaking off a lot of this like uh, well deserved. Uh, reputation for being sort of uh, disappearing in the playoffs. Um, but I uh, watching the broadcast yesterday, he uh, had a young man there uh, who was affected in the Michigan State shooting earlier this year. Uh, who, he was in a wheelchair. I don't know much about the young man, but uh, Hardin has been very involved with that community uh, since the shooting and, you know, brought uh, that kid to the game and, and said he's going to bring him to every game moving forward and that you know that that kid wants to attend and um i don't know it's just very classy i also think harden has been very classy about like giving all credit in the world to Embiid and saying that this is all like every time he's interviewed now he's like yeah it's just because Embiid is so good like that's that's how i'm doing so well right now which i i don't know it's it's a nice like uh sign of humility and maybe some maturity from him and and obviously mm-hmm. very um uh, generous of him to be uh, investing himself with with some of the victims of a fucking horrible, senseless tragedy. So uh, that is my Hooper of the Week and and very uh, happy for James Harden. Greg, I know you've always had a soft spot for uh, James Harden. Do you want to talk about your thoughts on Harden? Oh, yeah, I thought in that game, like, Embiid wasn't the best player on the floor for the Sixers mm-hmm. at times. And that I think is a, is credit to the Celtics um, game plan against him. He looked a little out of sorts at times. Um, yeah, like he was. They were doing a lot of um, like high. He was uh, like pick and roll stuff with him and Harden, which means he was ending up like way outside of the like down low. And I just was like, is he going to just shoot jump shots? And like, he got blocked like three times by Al Horford yeah. on like jump shots. PJ, PJ Tucker had to fire him up. And Did then, yeah. So, and then PJ Tucker, um, shout out to former, I thought he was still on the Bucks at one point during this season of the Hoof Crew. But uh, he like hit, yeah, got really fired up. And he's up, he's probably like six, seven, six, eight, maybe. And yeah, made a nice layup. And then, you know, got an MB face encouraging him and stuff. But Harden was just there every time they needed a point, man. Every time he just freaking made a little floater, a three-pointer. Um, and it was just like, shots. like, man, Harden is definitely the best player on this team right now. And that just just in that game. Mm-hmm. So that was amazing. Uh, um, and and to what uh, – who was it? Chloe MC just said about the, the push-off in uh, – that they didn't call on Tatum, I was like, that's oh, it's game is over. I th- just because it felt like it, you know, the fix was in for the Celtics. And then again, Harden would just do something. You're like, fuck, he's not going to be denied tonight. Mm-hmm. And that is he's, just beautiful to see. He's been the best player in both 
in both of the Philly wins. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was yeah, horrible, sure. like truly, truly, truly horrible in both losses. But they won game one, and B didn't play. He had 45. They won game four, and B did play. And Embiid, even despite his struggles, he still had 30, 35 points. Like he put some points up. But yeah, Harden was the guy. He took all the biggest shots. He was the one playing well in crunch time. It's, it's so bizarre because, like, I think Chloe mentioned playoff James Harden. And in my head, I'm now like, wait, which playoff James Harden? Like the mm-hmm. one we've known for 10 mm-hmm. years, who's always choking and going two for 11, and who went like two for 13 or whatever in games two and three of this series, or this guy who's dropping 40 in must win games and like carrying the Sixers. The later the series goes, the honestly, the more likely I am to think that he's probably going to shrink. But I, I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope that he continues this trend of, of just showing up. Like, because we've we've talked about the Michigan State thing a couple of times this spring, and just his his whole kind of attitude about things that that was already referenced, humility, building up Embiid you know, sacrificing, literally sacrificing money for the team so that they could sign guys like PJ Tucker. <sighs> but I, I worry about him, you know? I worry about those Sixers. He hasn't had MB before, I, I think, or an MB. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think that's, I think that's the difference because like previous series, it's dribble, 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 Howard. dribble, dribble, dribble. Yeah, he had Dwight Howard, former. Not, uh, not the same. League. Yeah, former um, wizard. But it was just so much dribbling with Harden. And like the past couple of games, I haven't seen him do that. You know, he doesn't, he used to get the ball with the Rockets and just dribble for like 20 seconds and then just shoot a long three. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to do that on this team. He's got mm-hmm. enough weapons, so uh, enough pieces. Um, so yeah, hopefully, I hope you're, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I hope it doesn't turn into that. And, well, yeah, I'd love for them to beat the, the Celtics. I'd love it. I would love that too. And uh, real quick on the Knicks and the Heat, it looks like the Knicks are going to lose this game. We'll let you know if that changes because we'll still be on when this game finishes. But it looks like the Heat are about to go up three to one, which is pretty crazy. My friend Julian, shout out if he's listening, uh, is a Knicks fan. And I asked him if there was anything that he wanted me to say on his behalf tonight. So here are a couple words from a Knicks fan. Uh, <laughs> Just feels like the Heat are a well-oiled machine and their guys are all playing above their general level as a result. Not even really complaining about Thibodeau, more just that Spo is really an incredible coach and the Heat are just stepping up. So pretty like Man. gracious and just like, yeah, they're just better than us. Uh is That's, is the vibe from a, a Knicks fan. I think he's a hundred percent right on, and it's so funny to hear him mention the coaching, because mm-hmm. that's something where in the first round, Tibbs totally outcoached uh, J.B. Bickerstaff, the coach of the Cavs, mm-hmm. and kind of showed all of his experience. And I think we might have even said, like, you know, we're hard on Tibbs sometimes. But then you see him in this series, and it's totally true. Spo just is such a great coach. Like, mm-hmm. he's, I think, easily uh, among the most underrated coaches in the he, league. We he's haven't almost, taken for granted. He's almost as good as I am. He's he's kind of like yeah. a he's kind of like a seasoned Frank Severich, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, when it when it comes to coaching basketball, yeah, not coaching to in the speak NBA, to anything else. right? Yeah, 
coaching in the yeah, yeah. sorry thank you for correcting me yeah um uh but yeah they they just showed a stat as you were reading that that spolstra when up to one in the series like in his career i think is like five and one record wise in those series he doesn't really blow those leads often and thibodeau when trailing to one in a series is oh and six throughout mm. his career mm. he's never come back Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. and this game is two one before the result of game four that's currently on which as you said frank it looks like the heat are going to win and go up three one which which, which is not a two probably a wrap it's it's probably, not a two it's a bummer and that would be a big blow be a two to two yeah well, the Knicks are they're down seven. There's twenty nine and a half seconds. Yeah. So if things, you know, it might if, if things change, we'll we'll keep it up. But yeah, it's looking like our first non tube. I'll tell you one thing though, talking about twos and all these numbers. I didn't mention this last week, but this second round, first time ever, the eight teams across the two conferences that made this round, there is one seed from each there's one team from each seed, one through eight. There is oh, a wow. one seed, a two seed, a three seed, all the way down to an eight seed. Wow, that's, that's pretty very cool. I like that. I did not know that. Well, hey, uh, so here's another uh, fun fact. I have a game for you all, and it's the game that's sweeping the nation. It's called Who Dat? Uh, in this game, <laughs> oh, uh, I've heard of that. It's slightly related to the game Guess Who, but this one we can't be sued for because uh, it's not a registered trademark. So. Uh, I, I like to think somebody from Mattel is listening and oh, or for whoever sure. makes guests yeah, who and is like, yeah, oh, oh, are you going to do it? Because yeah. if you do, <laughs> don't even try it. Don't uh, even try guest who tonight because I will sue you. <laughs> and then and then every time I say who that, they're like, damn it. Fucking. We'd be so lucky to be sued by guess who. Yeah, Mattel, please, <laughs> please sue us. Please sue us. Please <laughs> send us a cease and desist. Yeah. Any publicity is good, good publicity, publicity, girl. Thank you. Um, okay, I have pulled up a player, and I uh, want you all, or you know what? And I'm not even going to say player because last time there were non-players included in Houdat as well. So I have a person pulled up, and you all will guess this person. And there is a theme, just like there was last time. So uh, I will open the floor. MC, would you like the first question? I believe you won the last game of Houdat. I did. Um, is this person still playing in the playoffs? Yes. He's on a team in the playoffs. Yes. Okay. Well, so they're not. So Ooh, it's a little, is little this clue person, there. Is this person getting minutes? Let me see. You're giving away the game, Frank. I think it's been like kind of up and down. Let me see the minutes in recent uh, games. Give me one second to pull that up. Anybody can ask another question while I pull that up. Uh, is this person in the They've West? Had a f- Sorry, uh, no, they are in the East, um, okay. and they have played a few minutes in each of the last games. So, like six minutes, five minutes, nineteen minutes, thirteen minutes, and eight minutes. They're in the East. Here and there. They are in the East. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 They're in the um, East. Um, is this player on the Celtics? Yes. Is this player Blake Griffin? Yes. Ding, ding, That's ding. what yeah. I was going to say. God damn it. I knew it was <laughs> going to be Blake Griffin, and I knew it. I knew it to my I'm core. Coming, I'm coming for that Hudak crown. How dare you? One of MC's favorite players, too. Um, yeah, who I didn't get to improvise with. Thanks, Frank. We're still mad about so, that. 
Rude as hell. Um, okay, our next person, uh, Matt. Would you like to ask the first question? Uh, is this player uh, on a team that's in the second round of the playoffs? This person is not on a team in the second round. Is of this the person Steve Blake? Excuse me. This person is not Steve Blake. <laughs> but it should be. But it should be. This person uh, this person is involved with an organization that was in the play in. Okay. Uh is this person a player? No, this person is not a player. Uh, uh is it Benny the Bull? It is not Benny the Bull. Great, great Damn. question though. Thought I had is it Merv Griffin. It is not Merv Griffin. Great question. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, is this person on the uh, is this person on the Pelicans? Yes. Mm. Okay, is this person Brandon Ingram? No, this person is not Brandon Ingram. Is okay. it Willie it's Green? not a player. It is it's not, not a Willie player. Green. Oh, it's not a player. Oh, is this person Who's their mascot? Is this person Lil Wayne? This person is not Lil Wayne. <laughs> Great question. That was, that was such Wait, a good guess. What's the mascot's name? Because yeah, I feel like it could be something Griffin. It's Penny the Pelican or something like that. Oh. It is not Penny the Pelican, unfortunately. Okay, so the name is not what we... Um. So they're, they're associated with the organization? Is that how you described it, Frank? Yes, and I will... I'll just... Just to make it a little less difficult for you... They are in the front office for the Pelicans. Is it David Griffin? Oh. It is David Griffin. That is correct. Oh, okay. The All right. That's nice. Random. Very random. Yes. Okay. And at least that? I gave you that, Matt. I gave you that. Our third I gave you that. and final Appreciate person. Uh, Greg, why don't you go ahead and ask the first question? Because you haven't had a chance yet. No, no. I, I, I'm, I'm right there. I'm really bad at guess who. Okay. But I know we're not playing that. But no, we're like, don't say that. that. Yeah. Don't say yeah. that. Dude. If we were playing that, I would be really bad at it. But who did that? Which we're not. Um, yeah, we're not. Does, um, does would this person have been in the theater department in high school? Ooh, um, it's a good question. Maybe I wouldn't say definitively yes, but I wouldn't say definitively no. Okay. Does this person have the last name Griffin? Yes, this person does have the last name Griffin. Is it an oh. animated character? Yes, it is. Is it Peter Griffin? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to say that. Oh, and whoa, he's walking through the door. Oh, <laughs> hi, Lois. It's me, Peter. Hey, oh, that's Peter. pretty good, Frank. <laughs> hi, my Celtics lost yesterday. I had to drink oh, you're a... a- a You're a Celtics fan, huh? I fucking knew it was going to be Blake Griffin, and I cannot believe I didn't just say it. No, you did great, MC. You did great. Peter Griffin. That's oh, fine. Peter Griffin. Pretty good. I, I have become my own pooper. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let's uh, segue then into hoopers and poopers. MC, you have become your own pooper, but do you have a hooper for this week? To be honest, my hooper is Draymond Green's son, DJ, for calling him out by saying, I was here with my son earlier, and DJ said, no, you weren't. That's so funny (laughs) and so cute. 
That's so great. Um, I am obsessed with DJ, and um, I just I I'm loving that he's in these conferences now. And um, let's yeah. Um, my my yeah. I think I have another Hooper, but it's already been said, and I'll just reiterate that um, my buckets are still full. <laughs> my buckets are full, and my buckets are soaked. My real pooper is the um, referees. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, very fair. Uh, Greg, to me, do you have any hoopers or poopers for this week? Referees have a hard job. I just want to say that as a as a well, future referee who plays referee two K, yeah. I it's a hard job. You can't get it. You can't get every call right, but you can't get so many wrong. And I think, um, yeah. you know, yeah, let them play a little bit, but you, which I appreciate. I appreciate a good no call. But the problem with the no calls, you can't challenge anyway. Um, no, no, no. I think we're I think we're good on the um, the Hooper and Pooper front with Harden. Just, just running it back for me. Love Harden. Poop, but Pooper, we might as well throw a Pooper in there, but I don't <laughs> Go ahead and poop it up. Um, no, no, no. We're good. We'll keep it positive. We'll keep it okay. positive. Okay. I love that. Um, Matthew Sparacino, do you have a hooper or a pooper? Uh, yeah, I mean, God, I it's too much for Harden. I can't I can't go another one for Harden. That was yeah. that was who I was planning on saying. I just feel like Three days from now, he's gonna shit the bed, and I'll feel stupid <laughs> next week. So, so do like Devin I hope. Booker I hope I'm something. wrong. Devin well, Booker's and that's that's what I was. You know, there's a lot of that's what I was gonna say. Stuff. Like, think about you know, if you say Harden's one of them, think about the guys who are hooping. Absolutely, Devin Booker. Um, I I know we we don't love the Lakers. Anthony Davis is hooping out of his mind. LeBron like, James has least, been hooping out of his mind. I I know he I know has. I a lot of criticism. I got to say, and it's I'm going to say this because MC is off camera. Yeah, she MC slipped away right for now, a second. So she can't yell at us. MC LeBron, you know, who LeBron James looks like, and I, I hate that. I'm going to say this. He looks like magic Johnson. Wow. <laughs> like, Dang. because, and we were a little young for that. And so when I say that I'm thinking of late air, like I'm thinking of early nineties, magic Johnson, like, playing Jordan in the finals, like HIV dream team. So absolutely not peak. And it's when he went to the Lakers, that was like kind of like a superficial comparison that a lot of people made. But as LeBron gets older and his game is more limited, he doesn't play defense anymore, which magic also did not do that. He uh, really MC is currently aff- flicking off Matt Spersino right now and has now gone <laughs> off camera. <laughs> ah man she must have had those airpods in but he he just affects the game in transition in a way that makes me think of that and i know a lot of it's the uniform and and all that shit but i just had to say it he's not my hooper of the week anthony davis isn't my hooper of the week i feel disgusting but i guess james harden is my hooper of the week what the fuck is going on i need to maybe just take a break this struggling man I'll go Devin Booker. I feel good about Devin go. Booker. Okay, that's good. I like he, that. He's been incredible. I think if you, I think if you look at both first round, second round, he has played 
maybe Jimmy Butler and maybe Steph Curry are the only guys I would say who have played as good as Devin Booker. He's so, been unreal. Yeah. And and Durant has been great. MC, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> I feel like a lot of it's people okay. have been very critical of Durant. Like, oh, he's not being like their number one player and he's, he's not, doing his best. His scoring is down and stuff like that. But he's, I feel like a lot of Booker's success right now, not to take anything away from Booker because Booker has been incredible, but like, a lot of that is the fact that Kevin Durant opens yes. up all the spacing on the floor and is Durant is such a good passer too. So he'll just find these looks for Booker and it's it's been so fun to watch them play together. You can look at you can look at Booker's splits like before and after the trade because it was like that during the season too. He started blowing up as soon as Durant got there. So yeah, it's like no shade to KD. He's he's doing everything for them. I also yeah. I, I just want to say cuz it's the start of Lakers Warriors now. The Warriors have a new starting lineup tonight. They're starting uh, Gary Payton the second. Wow, uh, kind of like a small ball. Like, so we'll the second, see. I'm number two, it. number two. That is a, and this is the thing with Looney. That is Anthony Davis making a nice shot, and it makes me mad. Um, I will say, I also <laughs> saw Chris Kardashian, Chris Jenner's boyfriend Corey is in the front row of the Lakers game by him, sitting by himself, and I hate That's that because that means they're all probably going to be there, and I hate that 25k. Well, hopefully, one of the players gets into a fight and knocks their ass out, knocks know? one of them out. That'd be fun. That'd be fun for Chloe. Well, for, for Chloe, for Chloe, for Greg, for Matt, for MC, for Aaron Blyden, who did our our theme song. Uh, thank you, Aaron, for doing that. Uh, I am Frank Severich. This is, and you are the Hoops Crew. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review us. I'm gonna pull up our Apple Podcast page right now to see if there are any reviews on our apple podcast we're at five stars after five ratings which is really oh, nice wow. thank you so much oh, right thank you you. i don't see any written reviews though so if you want to write a review write in and i will read it aloud on air uh that's the hoops crew hmm. guarantee um wow. uh, guys this is our 39th episode um so yeah Congrats to us and congrats to you for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. As I say every week, Seacrest out. Bye. Bye. I don't know why it gets me every time. (laughs) 